What is going on, you guys? Um, I'm starting this. I'm jumping in, starting this new podcast. I'm actually driving right now, so um, my navigation might go off. You might hear it, but so what? My name's Cameron Maciel. Like I said, uh, this is a new thing that I'm trying to start out to put more content out. I've been hesitant about uh, wanting to put content out about what I've been talking or what I've been doing for the screen printing industry for the last three years. Um, but basically, what this talk, this podcast is going to be about. I'm just jumping in and trying to explain basically the technology that I'm working on on my 8 p.m. to 2 in the morning for every single day for the past three years. Um, So basically to get into it on what it actually is, uh, I started screen printing seventh grade. I actually made a business out of it um, by my freshman year in high school in 2012. 2013 when is actually when it actually took off and I started going to school for it. I went to the Ryan at Screen Printing Academy for the three days, did the event. Uh, I struggled a lot. I started in a 10 foot by 20 foot shipping container that was made for like an office building for like construction zones. Um, it was it was kind of divided in three quarters. So like three quarters of the actual unit was for um, the actual printing setup and printing on the actual press. And then the, uh, the last quarter of, of the, uh, of the actual shipping container, I was actually using that as my dark room and, um, being in such a small area, being in humble times like that, you start thinking of new technology that can actually make your job easier and better at the same time. Cause it's one of those things like I wasn't big enough to, uh, go out and rent a, a, a shop, an office space, um, and I wasn't big enough to afford a $30,000, $25,000, automatic screen printing press. So from my early days in seventh grade to high school, I printed a lot. I, it was mainly trial and error. It was mainly a hobby. And then by the time I was starting production for my high school, I actually started printing a lot more. I mean, I would literally wake up, go to school, come home, do homework and print until two in the morning for my high school. I was, I was hustling to get all of my shirts done so I can deliver to the school. I mean, I printed, I printed for many clubs. I printed for many classrooms. I printed for many sports. Um, and a lot of the, the, the young entrepreneurs that you meet in high school that, that have, new shirt ideas on clothing lines and stuff like that. And I worked a lot with them. And then even outside of my own high school, I'd work with soccer teams at other high schools. So um, I printed a lot in a very small area, but I wasn't, I wasn't so big where I can just upgrade as fast as I wanted to and expand. Um, looking back on it, but looking back on it, I could have, but my overall goal for what I wanted to build is is a very long 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 game it's i don't want to just i didn't want to just print as much as i could and make a large screen printing facility um i actually wanted to create a foundation for other kids to learn and i basically adapted the the actual um basically the actual business standpoint of what graphic design and screen printing actually stood for and i actually was able to develop a new commercial printing classroom at my old high school. So instead of having drawing and painting, art design, one, two, three, four, 
um, it has actually changed to commercial printing now where students can go in, they learn the fundamentals of um, learn, learning Photoshop and Illustrator, learning how to do vector graphics, and basically applying those graphics, those logo designs, to actual uh, garments, banners, stickers, car wraps, whatever you can think of. That's what they do. So getting to the idea of this podcast, I want to jump in here. I wanted to make the the, the beginning podcast basically explaining who I am, what I'm doing, and what I want to do, and talk about the technology that I've already worked on. So, so far in high school, in 2016, uh, all of my high school career, I was actually developing, or I'm sorry, I was actually in a high school engineering classroom. And year one was about intro to engineering. You learn how to do your sketches, your multi-views, and then Year number two was um, the principles of engineering. Year three was digital electronics. And then by your fourth year, you're you're allowed to basically um, pick between three different categories. I don't really remember the categories. I know it was like something for the disabled. One was for the arts. And I I want to say the third one was for sports. Um, But I don't remember the categories for sure. But... um, I picked the arts and then basically you have to come up with a new invention, a new idea that can help those, those industries, all those categories. And being able to choose the arts was very beneficial for me because I had screen printing so long. And then through those years, I'd always been thinking about faster and better ways of doing my, my process. Like my shipping container was so small, I couldn't even fit a conveyor dryer. So what I did is I built pallet boards on the wall. I built four of them. And then like, as I would print one shirt, I could put it on one pallet and I put my flash dryer over that and it would cure that shirt. Since the pallet is holding that shirt and it's curing, uh, with the flash dryer at the time, I mean, it had from the distance that I had it at, I wanted to make sure that the cure, it, that the shirt was cured. So it would actually sit there for about a minute or whatever the time it took for me to print the second shirt. And by the time the second shirt was done, I was able to actually pull that shirt off and put it on the second pallet on the wall. And then I did this um, all the way to the fourth shirt. And after the fourth shirt was done, I'd take shirts one through four, and then I'd stack them on the, the, um, the little cart that I had. So there was a bunch of small ideas and techniques that I had to do in order to uh, get by in what I had. During that time, from seventh grade till... Like I said, my senior year in high school, I thought of and sketched out ideas to make my process easier and better quality. When you're doing, when you're doing shirts, shirt orders that are like 300 to 700, all the way to a thousand shirts by hand, um, at an affordable cost, just to get the business, you lose print quality as you go along, especially when you have jobs that are three, four, five, six color processes. So basically what I wanted to do is I wanted to have a better quality print without becoming fatigue. And in order to do that, I, I came up with this idea of semi-automatic printing, basically taking a device, attaching it to the print arm, the, the press arm, 
uh, and also attaching it to the actual screen itself that's attached to that pre uh, that press arm. And that arm would have a device that was able to move in a linear fashion forward and backwards, just like an automatic press would. And that would actually hold uh, four pneumatics. You had two pneumatic cylinders for holding your your um, your print squeegee, and then you had two pneumatics holding your flood squeegee. And then the very first version design was actually a pneumatic that actually pushed and pulled that full that full uh, device that was holding the squeegees forward and backwards. So um, it would come the the actual unit would come towards you if you're flooding, and it would move away from you if you're printing. And the device would do the sequences for you. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there that they, when they're doing manual printing, they flood, they print, and then they print again. Or they flood, they print, and then they flood again, and they print just to get the, the ink through the garment. And the first design, the first model, was able to uh, do one through four sequences. So uh, flooding, printing, that would be one. And then two would be flood, print, flood, print. That's two sequences, all the way so on to four. So imagine your manual press with a device that attaches to your to one press arm for one color screen, and you pull the screen down after the shirt has already been loaded on the palette. You press a button depending on the sequence that you want to do, and it printed for you. And the 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 benefits of having a device like this, it allows your print quality to be the exact same from shirt one to your very last shirt, because when you're printing manually, you will get fatigue. I don't care how long you've been printing for. Buy your 1,000 shirt of 4,000 to 8,000 strokes, depending on how many colors you're doing. You will have a loss in print quality as the shirts go down. Yeah, mainly many people won't notice that difference, but most printers will. And... Having a device like this would be great for CMYK printing when you're doing those post-processing printing. You want, you want the consistency to stay consistent throughout your print job. You want your first color to be printed at the same stroke as your last color, your fourth color. So basically, this device is something that just attaches to your press arm. You pull it down, you press a button, and it does the flooding and printing for you. You lift the screen up the press arm up and you pull your shirt off. This is where the semi-automatic idea is coming at. And it's not fully automatic because you still have to, you still have to load your shirt. You still have to pull your screen down. You still have to pull your screen back up and you still have to pull your shirt off. The automatic screen printing idea is the fact that you don't have, all you're doing is loading and unloading the shirt. Even that I don't consider fully automatic, but that's what the industry is at right now. It's, it's, it's categorized as fully automatic screen printing. So basically for the past three years, I'm only able to, after my senior year project, it was basically a proof of concept that we can make technology small enough to fit on all four print heads of a manual screen printing press. The first press that we actually used to, um, to develop this technology for was the silver press. And developing it, we did come up with some challenges that we knew new presses were coming out. The Riley Hopkins Jr. press was coming soon, and it was a smaller footprint. The press arms were at a different angle than the silver press. The problem with the silver, or I'm sorry, with the Riley Hopkins press, uh, the problem with the silver press was that the arms on the silver press 
were actually too close. Like when you when the arms were in the up position, all the arms were only about maybe I I want to believe it was like six to eight inches apart from each other. So that didn't give much room for adding devices on top of the press because they're so large. With version two, I basically went full throttle into developing the technology a lot smaller and more compact to fit the needs for the new Riley Hopkins press. With the Riley Hopkins press, uh, the press arm was a lot smaller than the silver press. The cool thing with the silver press was that the press arm was exactly 18 inches, which allowed us to have an 18 inch pneumatic cylinder behind that press arm. So you can actually have an 18 inch print stroke printing and flooding your screen. So that would actually push and pull the, the, the four pneumatics holding the, the, the print squeegee and the flood squeegee. So with this new, this new idea, this new system, we're actually developing the technology to be a screw drive system where you have, um, we're getting a lot of the waste. So you, you don't have so much structural, you still have the structural strength there, but you don't see it at first, all you really see is one little unit that's kind of just floating in midair, but it's actually being held up by two, two metal uh, round rods, basically metal tubing. And that tubing is being fed through the main driver, which holds the pneumatics. And those are being, being uh, drive through bearings. They're, um, it, it rides on the metal tubings with bearings on the main driver and then in the center of the main driver there is a threaded rod that threaded rod has a bearing on one end and then the other end it is connected to the actual print on press and there is a um, basically a gear at that end and there is a chain that wraps around that gear all the way up to the stepper motor above it and that stepper motor rotates left or right Righty tighty, lefty loosey, and that will actually rotate the threaded rod, and whatever direction that you're rotating will actually move the the man, uh, the the main driver back and forth, depending on if you want to flood or print. Uh, so this is the technology we're working on. Uh, we're not really 100% sure if the stop, the stepper motor design that we're working on is going to work, if it's going to be fast enough, if it's going to with uh, if it's going to withstand the strength needed for. Uh, having the, the the printing pressure down when you're printing. Um, some other challenges we're going to work run into on uh, engineering and development is just trial and error is uh, learning the different ways of allowing the user to change the 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 squeegee height. Uh, a lot of screen printers in the automatic screen printing industry they are always talking about how it's not always best to increase. Uh, pneumatic pressure, the air pressure going into the pneumatic solenoids. It's actually better to keep the pressure consistently the same, but change the, the height at which the squeegee is when it goes down and touches the screen. So um, that's the technology we're working on now. Um, like I said, I just wanted to jump in, start creating content. Um, I really don't care about um, about like the the overall like time frame on when I want to want to like complete this project, but I would love to have more people actually reach out, learn about it, maybe even help out and support the project. I really would like some supporters that are in the manual screen printing industry right now on the website. I've only set up one, um, $1 reward, but if you go to E 
the letter E, the letter Z, easypressplus.com. You'll see the website. You'll see the, ter- the current um, the current actual development of what we've actually made, and then you'll be you'll stay up to date on all the technology that we're actually still developing for it. Um, if you're a backer, if you right now, if you go to like the support button, you'll see one dollar. If you donate one dollar, however many you buy, it will be three times the value that you order. So if you donate a dollar, you'll actually get three dollars towards um, off towards your your actual purchase of a unit when the units actually go up for sale. And if you do $2, you'll get a $6 off. If you do $3, you'll get same thing, $9 off. So um, that's basically where we're at. I'm looking for supporters. I'm looking for backers. Uh, If you have anyone else that's in the manual screen printing industry that is in small areas, in a bedroom, in an apartment, in a shipping container, in an office building that is not large enough yet to be a fully automatic facility, but they want to have the print quality of an automatic press, it would be awesome for you guys to share this. You can check out the Facebook page. I have it under Easy Press Plus as well. It's a Facebook. It's actually not a Facebook page. It's a Facebook group. Uh, currently just opened it up for the public where you can go in. It's going to be the same thing as a website, just posting daily on the current um, operations and the current ideas and things that we're working on. Uh, I hope to start a YouTube channel where you can actually see my face. You can actually see the unit. You can actually see time lapses of the 3D printing that's going on to make these prototypes. You'll see me working uh, constantly at my desk, trying to look up new ways of making it better. Um, Like I said, please please like this podcast. Please share it uh, with other manual screen printers. And I look forward to connecting with a lot of you. If you want to reach out directly, my name's or my, I'm sorry, my number is 951-312-0408. And um, my email for this project is going to be under easypressplus at gmail.com. Reach out to me with your ideas, your concerns. Uh, I would love to connect with all of you. I hope everyone has a great day. Thank you.